0: It's always a girl. Never mind.
1: <laughs> uh, anyways, um basically the practice and what I what I'm noticing is that okay, well, this is sort of my on oh, my not to do list now, essentially, as you would put it. Um and I, I'm almost I, I really like the word atunmayata, because I just watched one of the videos on that. And I really like how you described sort of the booger flicking (laughs) because this is a a very sticky booger and it's very interesting. A couple of components that I've noticed in the meditation practice, or I wouldn't even call it that. I would just call it just the just, just Dama is that uh, one thing is that I, I can seem, it seems like I'm able to know when I'm gonna think about it. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. Like it like I can sense I can sense it coming on. It might be in the feeling component is coming on first or something like that. Or maybe I'm connecting a pattern before the actual like verbal thought has come out. But I can sense it and at that point is when I'm um gladdening the mind and flicking that booger off as hard as I can essentially. Mm-hmm. And uh trying to keep the mind clean in that way um which has been surprisingly like successful i think um
0: <laughs> oh really <laughs> or well, like, that's quite different from you were just talking about a wild ride so which is it wild well, it is successful or a wild ride <laughs>
1: it's a, yeah it is because at the same time it's uh I would say it's also kind of a binary ride wherein if I'm taking a break or uh close close my if I if I rest my eyes for a moment you know mm-hmm. go to go to watch a, a YouTube <clears throat> video and see something that reminds me of the situation and I'm not guarded it only takes about a thought just one thought to get me running, like, really almost folded over, and, and that, and like, a full, you know, 100 gallons of adrenaline pumped in. It only takes, like, one quick thought <laughs> to get that yeah. going, it seems like. That's
0: what we would call a mind moment. And basically, it would say, um, the mind moment would be uh, seeing what it is that causes panic. And then the panic button is the same as uh, hitting the panic button is the same as turning the adrenaline spigot on. That takes about two mind moments. Takes about 200 milliseconds if you're fast. You can begin to see that stuff.
1: I'm seeing it. <laughs> I'm seeing it. Because I've, and, and so because of that portion of things, I would say that I've also noticed... Um, I let's say I've been, because I, I said I've been forced to. I use the word force before, but if I do, if I do let those two my moments slip, and I fall down into that position, <clears throat> it really takes a what I would say almost like a Herculean effort to come out of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but and and <laughs> so like I just remember I could recall to one period of time where it's just like I really like wow, how, like I was good a minute ago and now I'm not. And then I just said, like, this is really, like, really bad. But um, what I, what I kind of did was, in, in one of those situations where I wasn't able to flick it off because it was just probably just too <laughs> too sticky at that point, was uh, just start, like, I just located it in the body. I just tried locating it, and I tried, like, breathing into it. And then I did what you kind of do when you talk about pain which is just to look at it like a sensation. Mm-hmm. And I tried to, and then I said, you know, what if like, what if I were to try to like this like crippling sensation right now? What if I try to like it and enjoy it and, and maybe it's not so bad? and mm-hmm. And then if I come to that point, it seems to lighten the weight that needs to be lifted because I'm saying that this is okay, that it feels like that. And then I'm saying everything is okay, and then before you know it, I'm feeling okay, is how I put it. That's kind of a, pro, a way of sort of climbing out of the ditch when I do slip into the ditch in that way.
0: Excellent way of putting it. Yes, I, I used to use the word ditch in the sense of the ditch is the, uh, along the path. And here we go boogging down the path, and then we're next thing we know we're in the ditch. How yeah. do we climb out of the ditch? You just named the little methods of it. That's really great. How do yeah. you get yourself out of that ditch?
1: hmm mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I guess so like the smaller the smaller ones when you could just flick it off with like, aha Mara, I see you. That's kinda like maybe just like tripping a little bit or or something like that, you know, along the path.
0: Ah, Stuff but practicing things. that in the beginning when it's still a toy you can easily begin to make the really little things a toy. Okay, and so the little kid here is taking his little toy truck and he's going zoom, 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 and he's controlling it, but the kid gets freaked out when it's a real truck. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Like loss of a girlfriend is now a real truck, okay? Well, guess what? You can do with that the same thing that you were doing with the little things. You got to take the effort, though, to flick it off.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, the unremitting nature of the, of that truck that you're describing there is forcing me to kind of have the unremitting nature of my own sati. Uh Uh-huh. Because if I don't, then it's going to get me. (laughs) It's just like, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of like, I don't know, I feel like I need to go to sleep with one eye open now. It's like I need to, like, continuously watch. Like, I need to be on watch.
0: That is a really, really excellent metaphor for exactly what we're talking about. Yes. And (laughs) many expressions like that. Be on guard. Wakey, wakey. You can hear these words built into that, and your analogy of sleeping with one eye open is precisely that. Because yeah. that's exactly what's going on in the sense of we go around sleepwalking all day and we'll at least open one eye.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty pretty interesting. Um it was funny too, because one of my one of my friends wanted to talk about the situation and I was like I, I don't think that I could do that because it's just going to be another pity party and just going.
0: It would be night. just another pity party. In fact, they came for that. They wanted you to tell them the story, they came to watch a movie.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: This but is it, just episode six of uh, <laughs> Broken Heart. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I turned yeah, them down. they came
0: to. Right, they came with popcorn, <laughs> 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 and you wouldn't entertain them. Your pity party.
1: <laughs> I turned it down. I told them we could talk about the drama around, surrounding it, that I've renounced what the mistake that was made or whatever that landed me in that situation, and that we could talk about wholesome things of right now. But I don't want to talk about. I don't, about <laughs> don't want to talk about. Don't exactly right made-up stories.
0: Well, you see, this is the waking up process that we've been talking about, and you're seeing it in action for yourself. And so congratulations for that. This is good. And when you were talking about it, when you said it's been a wild ride, I was thinking, I've got to check this out. Is that grandiose or what? And, um... After that, you kind of said how beneficial it was with with Anapanasati and the Dhamma to get through that period of time. And so, what I'm looking at right now is confirmation for the uh, unsaid things. Was is that without the Dhamma, it would have been a hell of a ride with the emphasis upon hell itself. Yes. <laughs> wow. And that the Dama actually changed it from nothing but, um, uh, from from that that hell of a ride into nothing but just a wild ride.
1: Yeah, I would say so. I I, I would imagine that the moments when I'm, a, when I've described when I, I'm asleep and I, a thought like that does come in. Well, I'm guessing that's how I would be without the Dhamma all the time. Mm-hmm. That would be hell because those moments
0: are hell. well guess what that thought will then help you when you expand it will lead to compassion do you see now how much all of your friends and neighbors and the people around you suffer and they try to hide from it and ignore it but they really don't escape it
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. that makes sense
0: that in fact, they enjoy, in a way, pity parties. They enjoy their own misery. And so, therefore, they're ignoring it. They're lying to themselves about what misery is and tell them that, well, I can't change my misery.
1: The misery has become untenable. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't deal with it anymore. I gotta, always gotta get out of it. And, and I just like, you know. I feel that coming on. Is that like a, a I almost want to say like uh, what I was describing initially about I can, I know when I'm about to think that thought. It's kind of like when you're talking to a friend and like you look each other in the eye and you know you're thinking the same thing, but you haven't like said anything yet. Mm-hmm. Is that like a, is that just normal or is that like a deeper level of thought? Actually
0: it is a deeper level of sati but what it is 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 that now you're beginning to see the startup that in fact the the spark and uh, the first blaze was there and you saw that but you didn't blow on it you didn't kindle that fire you didn't keep it going you didn't build it up and give it a lot of energy it was just one mind moment. You say, "Aha! I saw you that."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh boy! So you can
0: get it right down to that initial point. That yeah, you can see those thoughts. And in Buddhism, they talk about it as they arise.
1: Mm-hmm. That's how it's or bad.
0: another. Or another way of saying it, the way that Bhikkhu Buddha Dasa talks about it, is mindfulness at the point of contact. In other words, when that thought contacted you, when it first got you, before you ever went into the clinging to that thought, or the clinging associated with that thought, you saw that thought when it, happened, when it hit you. And that gives rise to wise feelings. And many of the times, the wise feelings are a feeling of chuckling. It's like, ah, I see that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and that's mm. the best thing to do because if we don't see it, it will still contact us, but this time it may turn on the anxiety tap. That's the clinging.
1: Yeah. It's very sneaky.
0: The adrenaline faucet just turns right on. We got a yeah. built in machine with a pump and all of that. <clears throat> it's called the adrenaline gland.
1: Yep. What I'm kind of uh, wary of is because I've already seen it. I've already seen it just from like sitting here and just like watching a YouTube video about something um, that could remind me of my not to do. And that'll that if I'm if I'm not on guard, especially in that moment, or even if I am, even if I am on guard, you know, there's still that one my moment that I end up needing to catch. And I just know, like, going outside, passing by the old restaurant that we used to go to or whatever it is, that type of thing, I just know mm-hmm. that it's going to be, it's it's going to, like, you know, throw all these things in, into my, um, you know, these patterns are, are going to bring up all the things that I want to keep out of my mind. So it's just, like, a little bit... You know, it's, that, I can see the value and seclusion in that way that if I was just, you know, kind of keeping my mind in the Dhamma and keeping my mind like uh-huh. here and now.
0: Funny how the mind wants to wallow in that stuff. I can see the, the movie going on now that this guy keeps returning to the restaurant where he and his girlfriend used to go all the time and where they finally broke up. He just won't let it go. And here you are recognizing the danger and walking into that place, okay? I have an an old Thai story that I got here in Thailand that is just absolutely really similar to that. And the story is about the old man who had been going to the temple for many years. He had been a monk when he was uh, younger. And probably intends to re- reordain it when he retires. But he's already on the board. He's like a deacon and that kind of stuff. So the, uh, the life of the temple is really a big part of his life. That's the point that I'm trying to get to. And now a new monk moves into the temple. And the first thing that happens is he gets into an argument with that monk. Mm-hmm. And so he's, he leaves the temple... And to now, because he has been practicing Anapanasati, he knows that he's going to make the temple, the whole show, the whole what, as off limits to the mind. This is on his don't do that list. Don't go to the what, not with your body and not with your feet and not with your mind. <laughs> don't go there. Yeah. Yeah. All right? Get over that for a while. Let that cool off. Let that rest. Until yeah. it's finally over, but then he yeah. can go happily back to that. And it doesn't and now. The what doesn't mean anything, or it means what it w- did in the old days before mm-hmm. that argument happened. Well, guess yeah. what? If he has that kind of attitude, he can get over it really fast. He may be back there next week. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right, that's Riff. finished with now if you but really that's stay the out of that it, we deal with we, it is we get it out of the mind we get rid of it we let it be really old stuff we already in fact because we yeah. put it on the don't go there list we don't go there anymore
1: yeah this is the first time that i uh um and i, I just have two comments on that kind of one is that as you said like as the time goes by, it's not going to be as hot anymore. It's going to cool off. And I noticed that too. Like I could think about older uh, exes and things like that. And there is no like, it doesn't really bother there's me. There's no end
0: to it. I bet you yeah. can come up with 10 or 20 tragedies <laughs> if you sit there with a piece of paper trying to write down the yeah. major tragedies you've had in your life, the ways you really screwed up, the time you got fired, the time you threw up on your boss, the time you dropped spot on the girl. I mean, there <laughs> just so many of them. Tragedy after the one, after another, after yeah. another. Or we can stay out of that and recognize, hey, that was a different person at a different time, and he survived you can too yeah use all of that stuff as stuff that's just on your don't to-do list you just don't do that stuff anymore i don't have to worry about that i did it once because it's not me now that did it Then, that was a different person i grew up yeah not a child anymore
1: yeah I think I was there
0: just is an in full display right there, is to do that mm-hmm. with our past. Momentarily, I am not that that happened in the past. It's not me. Yeah. This is who I am right now. And guess what? There I go. <laughs> now a new me.
1: <laughs> okay. For, forget that part then. I forgot what the other comment was going to be. Um. I think it uh yeah no, I forgot what I was gonna say about that um the well, you were working
0: on your tragedy you had i i gave you a list of twenty tragedies, but you were thinking about all the tragedies or one tragedy that you've had
1: yeah um no i I think well i I well, was sure word tragedy <laughs> the, yeah so like the the tragedies that happened in the, I mean, obviously it's like no point in going back. I'm not saying that there's any point. It's definitely a not to do list, but I was just saying, you know, that's interesting. And in how you said, like the, the guy could go back after a week if he really keeps his mind out of it. For me, it's kind of been like years for these older situations, but now that's been like years, like it doesn't bother me as much. If I think about like stuff that from like years ago but uh-huh. you still rather not think about it anymore. Well,
0: the only reason why it still bothers you now it is because it's been bothering you from time to time all along. But if you have that whole general idea of the don't do list is like anything that happened in the past. Yeah. You can actually do it by cities. Oh, I used to live in San Francisco, therefore no thoughts of San Francisco.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Just, and I'm not talking about just one tiny little thing. It's because if I go in that vicinity, I'll fall into that hole, and I know that. So I'm just going to block the whole show off because I don't need hardly anything that happened in the past. This present moment is just fine, thank you very much.
1: It's dangerous there.
0: It is dangerous to go into the past.
1: It's a high high crime rate in that area, of town.
0: <laughs> Stay right,
1: I know I'm the number one criminal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah wow yeah um there was there was a point i i had made notes but i don't i can't even look at it now because it's on my phone but sorry you go ahead
0: no go ahead you're you're
1: here um yes i mean that that's basically what i'm what i'm going through right now is just uh Doing that in my practice, I'm. I started to do like uh, 20 minute sessions now, because I noticed I was able to get like a little bit deeper, jhana with with the 20 minute. I can kind of sink into it more.
0: All right, you use that word. Let's have an examination, <clears throat> pop quiz. And I'll, and I'll give you a, <laughs> hint. Maybe not
1: John, a meditation session. <laughs>
0: All right, well. <laughs> If it is in fact 1st jhana and you know it's 1st jhana, you know it because you know all the constituent components are 1st jhana. Yeah. And if you know it by the fact that, hey, you feel really, really good, then you can use those kind of terms because you can know it by the way that you experience it. So you can get it either from one direction or the other. You can either come out of experience into the knowledge of this is first jhana, or you can take with the knowledge of first jhana and all its components, make them, collect them, build them up, and now you've got first jhana. These are the two ways to do it.
1: Can you say I that again?
0: Both ways <laughs> to the middle.
1: I don't think I followed that one. You
0: all have right. To I'll say it again. Yeah. We can either start with the word jhana investigate yeah. it get it all the constituent components find out what each component actually is and then build those things up so that you have jhana. because you know what you were looking for in the first place and there you developed it there you found it you brought those factors together and the factoring those five factors coming together is first jhana. okay that's one approach the second approach is to just practice Anapanasati to the point that you feel really good. Yeah. And then you can say, okay, within that feeling of what I've got now, I also experience the feeling of well-being, the feeling of success, the feeling of happiness, the feeling of fearlessness. And my mind is sharp and awake, and I know what's going on, and I feel really good about it. And yeah. so there I have just discovered within myself that I have already created the five factors. And so now I can say, All right, those five factors that I have created can now have the application or tied with a bow of the name Jhana.
1: I think that's the one that I'm doing because what I actually do is is just, you know, sit down and then start talking myself into feeling good I start like just saying the you know breathing in I feel really really good and breathing out I relax and go with that and go with safety and security that kind of thing and then I'm doing the deep breathing so you know and and just remembering on each breath that's the
0: easy way to do it and it's also what Bhikkhu Buddha Dasa would call the natural method If you get into it, and then somebody will tell you, yeah, you've got all of those components, or you can understand for yourself, yeah, this is it, right, okay, so now I experience this. And if this is not First John, then whatever First John is, I don't need it because I like this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and so that's the way of going with it is through the experience of it, as opposed to the organized method. Where we talk about all the components and getting them together and developing them uh, one at a time in order until we know that we've got the group together. And then we can check because we've got the checkoff list. I've got all of them. Now I can go back to the original frame of reference of I've got that jhana that I was looking for. That's the organized way is start with jhana, break it into the components, develop the components and then place the components together, and now you've got what you were planning on doing.
1: Well, I actually... That's
0: not the maybe, natural method. That's the organized method. That's not the way mis- that I would recommend.
1: Yeah, okay. Maybe I have a misunderstanding of, like, the... what the jhana, like, in that organized method, what that actually is, because the way I look at it is that the um, the jhana factors they kind of are the same thing as Anapanasati when I kind of look at it. I don't know.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. By the steps, each and every one of the aspects of Anupan- of uh, the first jhana are in one of or a combination of the steps of Anapanasati. Mm-hmm. The whole show yep. is right there. The two that give it away is Sati, excuse me, is um. <clears throat> Pity and sukha, right. Mm-hmm. The term, but then you can begin to see the other. Th- uh, you cannot have the piti and the sukha unless you can gladden the mind by throwing the hindrances out.
1: So exactly. So throwing
0: the hind- yeah, exactly. So it fits right <laughs> together. Just the Anupana practice is the practice of first yeah. Jhana, the natural yeah. method.
1: Yeah. Mm. I think what the question I was maybe going to ask was about. Am I leaving something on the table? Should I be, you know, because I was looking at, uh, I'm just thinking about like my. my Oh,
0: you're talking about how do you deal with that new dissatisfaction? I'm leaving something on the table.
1: No, no, no. In other words,
0: my success is really success, but it's not as good as it could be. I'm just a little bit dissatisfied with my satisfaction here.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what I'm doing. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that yeah. has to be noticed so that you can deal with that one too. You can say, ah, I see you dissatisfaction creeping into my satisfaction, and out you go also. Yeah. And what is this table that something is left on anyway? Out you go too. Not <laughs> just what I left on the table, but the table goes. Yeah. Wow, and I'm okay. I'm good. This is it. We go for that state, that state of satisfaction that's the suka yeah, and yeah. so that's why it's actually not correctly translated as sensual pleasure What well, is that's said that, that yeah. well. Nah. Because sensual pleasure always has to do with delight in the sense of the eyes and the ears taking in some sensual object and delighting in it. Like a hoochie-coochie dancer or
1: something.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And the music. Okay. Or the belly dancer or or whatever. We take delight in the senses.
1: But Sukha
0: is actually completely satisfied, not enthralled. It's a different feeling, and so that's why that's why um, sensual pleasure doesn't quite fit what sukha is. In fact, sensual pleasure actually has desire intuitively built into it.
1: Yeah, that's it, it's kind of the opposite because my sukha is is wow, it's so nice to be free.
0: Wow, from this that. is right. This is so nice. That's exactly. Fine. This is it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I like to think about. Uh, like, taking, like, a heavy backpack off as my Suka, sort of, I think about that, you know? Yes,
0: exactly. I sure. think we've used yep. that as an analogy, is to set that luggage down. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, that's definitely what I like to run with. Um, You know, I, I guess I don't have any more, like, real updates other than that. I, I would say I had an instance a couple of times yeah I feel like I've had a couple of times now where I sit down to do the meditation practice um, to do anapanasati, and I'll just like get up like after a few minutes or something like that, or like'm I'm, I'm just I'm talking about specifically when I'm um, probably like at my worst in dealing okay. with in, in dealing with this recent not to think about situation. Um, where, where like, like the emotions will just become way too overwhelming, and I'll just kind of bail on the, on sitting is, is what I've done like a couple times. Like, I'm not saying I'm doing that now, but I've done like, but I found like actually getting up and, and, uh, maybe coming in and listening to some more Dhamma talks, or actually, it, it kind of feel it kind of feels like, uh, it kind of feels like when I make the decision to, to like, it's not the right time to sit down and do this right now. And that actually, if I just go and do whatever it is I was going to do, but maybe um, just be on guard a little bit more, maybe or something like that. I don't know. Like, it seems like the, it, it comes out, it ends up being like even better than if maybe not better, but it ends up like, I ended up working it out and getting better, like just by I don't know. Maybe it's because I took my mind off it. I went and I did something else. I don't know. I'm trying to put it together.
0: You're, You're talking about things that happen normally and there are values and ways of looking at it. First off, we're talking about a particular time that doesn't happen often, but that you know that your mind is in no condition to be able to, if I sit down for meditation, will I actually be able to keep my mind focused on the breath and on the body that it will naturally go right back into that sewer that I keep climbing out of. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's the point. So what do I do when I know that I don't have any control, that that my loss or my hunger for that sweet babe that's just walked out? (laughs) Or pining over my laptop that I just spelt coffee on this morning and it's gone poof. And now I don't have anything to do with the rest of my day because I've lost my poor laptop. And how am I going to replace it? And you know the whole show. I mean, we can go right into those sewers. There are two of them. i can I've been into so many different sewers. I can tell you all about how to what kind yeah. of sewage we can get into. Yeah. But the point is is that when we when we know that it's really hard for us to stay out of the sewage, then reading Dhamma books is really the right way to go. Really? Now, we can do that at various levels.
1: I just listen to these videos. That's what I do.
0: That that would be one of the levels of going to. Another one would be reading any Dhamma book. Indiscriminately, anything will do what I would be, say, the worst case. And so in that regard, do any video, any video is better than that sewer. Okay. Maybe yeah. a Groucho Marx movie. Would be better than that video (laughs) that I was playing up here. Okay. And by the way, uh, that's a plug for Groucho Marx.
1: (laughs) Groucho Marx, i never heard of him.
0: Are you kidding me?
1: (laughs) You might be before my time.
0: (laughs) He and three other brothers made movies in the 1930s of slapstick comedy. Eventually, in the 1950s, as an older man, he was on television. And his, uh, the movies that he and his brother made were really, really important classics for a variety of reasons. He had Chico, his brother, uh, and Harpo. Harpo, Marks, actually played the harp. And some of the movies, they have him being a concert harpist. Okay, but uh, Groucho was the comedian, so let's take it away from uh, that, and we'll do Smothers Brothers, because that's closer to your birth age in the 1970s, right? But any movie, any slapstick, okay, so oh um, dumb and dumber. To get our mind off of our problems, it doesn't matter what our entertainment is, so long as we've got our mind off of the problem. I think you've frozen. Well, maybe.